Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop Smith coming to you at 5 a.m. Wednesday morning, May the 11th. Wow, the month is not standing still. I guess it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. So I say, want to say good morning to all of um, our intercessors. Good morning to our church family, Destiny Church. Good morning to every pastor that is on the line. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to um, everyone that's calling in from wherever you're calling in from. Thank you so much for being on the line with us this morning. Let me pray, and then I will introduce our team, and then we'll jump right into our time of devotion and our time of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we honor you today. We bless you. We magnify you. The fruit of our lips are giving thanks and praise because you alone are the Redeemer of our lives. We thank you for this great and awesome day in which you have made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you that you've delivered us from the powers of darkness and you've translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby you've given us a legal right to call you Abba, Father, for it is written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. Good morning to you, Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we surrender our spirit, souls, and body to the guiding of the Holy Spirit, you said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of you, who give it to all men liberally and abrade of not. But you said, let him ask in faith. And, Father, so we ask in faith for your wisdom today, that, Lord God, as we share your word, which is life with every person on this line, that they will begin to grasp your word, that wisdom and revelation knowledge will be imparted into their hearts in Jesus' name, as we begin to pray, Father, we thank you that our prayers will be heard. Not only will they be heard, we are confident, according to 1 John 5, 14 and 15, that our prayers will be granted. And we thank you for it. For you said, this is the confidence that we have in you that if we ask anything according to your will, you heareth us. And, Lord God, because we know you hear us, we, Lord, you will grant unto us the petition that we desire of you. So thank you for it this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to introduce Minister Lightfoot. She will be sharing... Uh, our prayer requests and any praise reports with us this morning. Minister Lightfoot, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Bishop. I am blessed beyond wonderful. I love it. Blessed beyond wonderful. And I pray that everyone on the line is blessed beyond wonderful as well. And so I will be sharing the devotion with us this morning. And here's what I want to do. I just want to hop right into it and use um, our time wisely. 
Our devotion today comes from 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, verse 6 and verse 7. But I don't want to start right there. I want to uh, build the case this morning, if you will, to help us understand uh, one of the laws of increase and this particular law of increase is the law of sowing and reaping. I shared with you uh, Sunday, I'm going to begin to teach you on the laws of increase. And when we begin to search through the Bible, there are seven laws of increase. And so let me give them to you quickly this morning. So hopefully you have something to write with so that you can uh, jot them down. I'll say them slow so you, if you're typing, you can um, begin to um, have some time to type them as well. So the first law is the law of words. words. The second law is the law of sowing and reaping. The third law is the law of time. The fourth law is the law of discipline. The fifth law is the law of use. Use. The, sec the uh, sixth law is the law of wisdom, which I prayed for this morning. And the seventh law is the law of faith. One more time. The law of words, the law of sowing and reaping, the law of time, the law of discipline, the law of use, the law of wisdom, and the law of faith. I'm going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, using one of the laws, which is the law of words, as I talk to you, and then I'm going to be using another law. Um, which I will be discussing, which is the law of sowing and reaping, but you will see that through that law, it will interact or intersect with another law, which is the law of time. Now, Psalms 115, let's get something understood. Because I believe the Bible says with all that getting, get an understanding, and we need to get one thing settled. We need to know it is the heart of God for you to increase. It is God's desire for you to increase. How can you say that, Pastor? I can say it because in Psalms, the psalmist write, May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. Where is that? Psalms 115, verse 14. Psalms 115, and verse 14, okay? So, it is the will of God for you to increase. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children's children. Say with me, it is God's will for me to increase. One more time. It is God's will. It is the will of the Father for me to increase. Starting today, I am going to begin to increase in every area of my life. Okay. Now, 
Let's move on. Let's go from Psalms 115 and let's go to Genesis 8 and let's look at verse 22. Genesis 8, verse 22. Give you a moment to get there. You may be turning pages this morning. Now, here's what the scripture says. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold, heat, winter, summer, and day and night shall not cease. This scripture was placed here in God declaring an oath, a covenant, over Noah. Okay? It's God's covenant over creation. It's God's covenant that he's beginning to release over the earth ramp. It's God's covenant that he begins to release um, over humanity, if you will. So you got to understand something. This scripture is in the Bible, but God is not just saying this for the believer. God is saying this is for all humanity. This is for the earth. This is for all creation. While the earth remains, it's gonna, he says, seed time and harvest, which we see two laws there in the law of increase. We see the law of sowing and reaping, and we also see the law of time which a lot of people get misunderstood when they sow something and automatically they think that just because I sow a apple seed, I can go in my backyard and expect an apple tree tomorrow. It just doesn't work like that. There's another law that comes into play, which is called time. And we need to understand that these two laws work together in everything that we do. Even when it comes to sowing finances, comes to sowing whatever, you have to give it some time. A lot of people, they're impatient. They don't, they don't have patience to wait to reap their harvest. Patience to wait to reap their harvest. He said, as long as the earth remains, this is not just for the believer. It's for the unbeliever. It's for all of humanity. You sow a seed today, you will reap a harvest you know, eventually. Matter of fact, the scripture says, cast your bread upon the water. It shall return many days. See, that's that time. It shall return in many days. And so God has placed this in the earth ramp in which we'd operate. He said it's going to happen as long as the earth remains. It will be time to sow, and then it will be a, a, also another season, and when you will pluck up that which has been sown. Now, turn with me over to 1 Corinthians 3, and here's our scripture for today. 1 Corinthians 3. Let's look at verse 6 and verse 7. It says, I planted Apollos water, but God all the while was making it grow, and he gave the increase. So, Neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but only God who makes it grow and become greater. What does God do? God makes it grow, and God makes it become greater. Now listen to a statement that I'm, I'm, I'm about to say here, dealing with the law of sowing and reaping. God 
expects us to do what we can do. I'll say it one more time. God expects for us to do what we can do. What we can't do, he does. One more time. God expects for us, because God has an expectation, which we don't talk about God's expectation. We don't talk about, you know, uh, uh, people come to church and they come to church and say, you know, I'm coming to get my word. I'm going to get my word. You know, okay, so you're coming to reap something. But watch this. You, you will violate the laws of increase of reaping and sowing and reaping if you don't come and render anything. Is that good? When we come into services, we come into church, we shouldn't just come to reap something. But that's the mindset of most people. They're coming to get. They're not coming to give. Okay, let me make it more clear. The scripture says that we're to give God a sacrifice of praise. When you come in into service, that's the first thing you should do is come in with an attitude that I am going to give. What am I going to do? Because it's, worth, it's time of worship. It's time that we're worshiping God and being grateful for God, you know, for the things that he's done. So we should come in giving a sacrifice of praise. And so now that sacrifice through worship. There's another sacrifice through service. But a lot of people, they come in, they're just coming in to get their word, to receive. And so the law doesn't work that way. It's seed, time, and harvest. Now, you violated the law because you've only come in to receive anything, and you cannot reap where you haven't sowed. You cannot reap where you have not sowed. We have to understand that. And so we see... According to the scripture, Apollos sold another water, but as the scripture says, God gives the increase. He expects for us to do what we can do. We can sow and we can water, but what we can't do is we cannot make what we sowed grow. That's God's part. We can sow, we can water, but we cannot make what we sowed increase. So we'll do our part. What we can't do, God comes in and he does himself. Is that true? That's how it happens, Pastor? Exactly how it happens. Listen, watch this. Watch this. Give you one more scripture, and I'm going to pray. Uh, Mark 4, verse 26. Mark 4, verse 26. And he said, The kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seeds upon the ground. So we know he's talking about the law of sowing and reaping. 
he uses the word, he, he, in this parable he's talking about scattering seeds. He said the kingdom of God is like a, a farmer who's scattering seeds upon the ground. So he's sowing. And then verse 27 says, and then continues sleeping, rising, night and day, while the seed sprouts up and grows and increases, he knows not how. We don't know how it works. All we know is it works. You put a seed in the ground, you pat it down, cover it up with earth, you pour some water on it, it's going to grow. How does it happen? We don't know. All we know is it does. That's God's part. And so once again, God expects for us to do what we can do. And what we can't do, God does. Be not deceived. God's not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. I'll talk about that when I come back. Father, we honor you today, and we bless you. I thank you, Lord God, for the time that you've given us to discuss your word. I thank you for the laws of increase. And I thank you for every person that is on this line. As we begin to understand how all seven work, all seven, and as we operate in all seven, Father, you will bring unto every person under the sound of my voice increase in every area of their life. For you said in your word, Lord God, may the Lord increase you more and more, you and your children's children. I thank you, Father, that you are mindful of us. I thank you, Father, you will bless us you said you will bless the house of Israel, and you will bless the house of Aaron. You will bless them both small and great, and you will increase us. And increase we shall, in Jesus' name, amen. At this time, Minister Lightfoot will come forth with our prayer request. Minister Lightfoot. Amen. Thank you for a wonderful word. I was enjoying that. I hate to see you stop. But amen, prayer time, we're going to be praying for our bishop and pastor, Adrian, this morning, and those that are in uh, pastoral leadership. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank and praise you for who you are and all that you've done and are doing. We thank you that we can come boldly before your throne, making our requests known unto you. Father, we Thank you for giving us good shepherds in our bishop and Pastor Adrian. And we thank you for their family. Father, we also thank you for Pastor Elder Inga and family. And we give thanks to you for their commitment, their diligence and consistency and leadership. And we thank you for a right word in due season declared over our lives, flowing from their lips. And we thank you for the example they've set before your people. We give 
thanks for the example they have set before their children and grandson. Father, we ask that you would be a hedge of protection around them and their family and that your angels that excel in strength, that do your commands, that hearken to the voice of your word, would encamp around them as the hills are encamped around Jerusalem. Truly their souls wait upon you, for you come as their salvation, and you alone are their rock and their salvation. You are their defense. In you is their salvation and their glory. You are the rock of their strength, and their refuge is in you. You, O oh God, are their righteous stronghold. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in it and is safe. We thank you for their alignment with you. Father, we Thank you for the God-fearing, righteous, and holy leaders that we find in them. We ask that you would crown them with more wisdom and that you would widen their skirt of influence. And we give thanks that you would give them opportunities to speak to kings and government. We give thanks that kings and government shall seek them out for wisdom and instruction. And we give Thanks that the wisdom you give them will also flow through their children and grandchildren. We give thanks that you shall prosper them individually and corporately more and more. Father, their desires in their heart to further honor you and give you glory. They crave to honor you. And we ask, Lord God, that you would grant their desires. Your word says that if they delight themselves also in you, that you would give them the desires of their heart. And if they commit their way to you, that you would bring it to pass. So, Father, we ask that you give them the desires of their heart, cause their dreams and visions to prosper. Father, show to the world that they were approved by you and bear witness of your approval among your people by miracles, signs, and wonders. Perform your word in them and through them. And Father, we ask that you would continually honor their sacrifice, bless them with a bountiful harvest of the good seed sown. Father, we ask that you do a quick work for a bumper crop. Father, you know their personal and corporate needs. We ask that you, as Jehovah Jireh, supply them according to your riches and glory. Father, there are some breakthroughs that they have waited patiently for. We ask you, as Jehovah Bel Perazim, to break them through like the breaking of many waters. Father, for any wounds they have endured and suffered, we ask Jehovah Rapha to manifest as their healer and let the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wing. Father, shield them from anxiety and fatigue. Father, bless them with longevity, for your word says that with long life, you will satisfy them. Let Jehovah Shalom overtake them and wrap himself around them, that they will have a constant peace and let peace reside within their walls, rule like an umpire and flow like a river from them. Father, give them a fresh wind and a fresh fire. Father, let your spirit continually hover and brood over them. Father, we ask that you would bless their children, that you would bless them for their honoring you. And as they honor their parents by rendering service, helping in ministry, we ask that you would crown them with wisdom beyond their years. We ask that you bless them and their parents for their sacrifice and their willingness to serve. Enable them to be the examples you have called them to be. Cause them to develop, to 
full maturity in you. Cause them to become all that you've called them to be and to do all that you declared for them to do. Widen their skirts of influence. Cause youth to be drawn by the droves. Let them worship you in spirit and in truth and let them become powerful warriors in you, wielding their swords with precision. We will be careful to give you all the honor and the glory that is due your name. So we do these things, in these things that's done. Amen. Amen. I received that this morning. Praise God. Thank you so much, Minister Lightfoot, for that powerful prayer. And, you know, we, <clears throat> excuse me, as um, leaders need prayer, man, desperately. I don't know if you all heard me mention about on Sunday uh, how many pastors um, have the desire to just quit and walk away from the pulpit for, you know, various reasons. But statistically, it has been proven that pastoring for the last two years has been the hardest season of just about every pastor's life, um, pastoring through the pandemic and then dealing with personal crisis, their own, um, you know, things that's going on with them internally. You know, I think a lot of times we forget that pastors are sheep too. We look at them as, you know, they're the mighty man or mighty woman of God, and they're this and they're that. But don't overlook the fact that your pastor is a sheep also. He's part of the sheepfold. She's part of the sheepfold. And they go through things just like the congregation goes through things. And they need much prayer because they're dealing with very weighty situations. I believe that's why a lot of pastors fall is because of the pressure of ministry and also satanic attacks. And you should always pray for your pastor and ask God to um, strengthen them and give them wisdom and um, revelation, knowledge, understanding, insight um, to, um, you know, do their job, fulfill the call that's upon their life. And that way you'll be blessed. What are you doing in the process? What Minister Lightfoot was doing, she was operating in a spiritual law called the law of words. And there's no way she could sow those seeds she just sowed into our lives and not have those seeds sowed back into her life. And that means somebody's going to pray for her because she's prayed for us. You see, that's how that works. And you'll start seeing the fruit of it. And then, you know, you may find yourself having a need and going through stuff. <clears throat> and then people start praying for you and you'd be so grateful. Man, you pray for me. But a lot of times we forget how we've prayed for others and those seeds that we've sown in other people's lives. It is very important that you consciously, consciously become a sore, consciously become a sore. And here's the thing I love about sowing is you can determine your harvest. What did you say, Pastor? I said you can determine your harvest. The Bible tells us. You can determine your harvest according to 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. And I believe it is the sixth verse. Let me look at my Bible and make sure I'm correct. I think I'm correct, but I want to make sure I'm correct because I know you all are taking notes. And that's just the right thing to do. 
So I said First Corinthians nine and actually Second Corinthians. See, that's why I'm glad I'm checking my Bible. Second Corinthians nine and verse six, which says, um, but this I say, he who sows sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. So let each man give um, as he's purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. He loves a cheerful giver. So well, which part of Scripture says I can determine my harvest? Well, the part that says he who sows sparingly. There's another translation that says he who sows stingily, and then he who sows bountifully. So, you know, you can sow a teaspoon full or you can sow a dump truck full. You can determine your harvest. You sow a dump truck full, God's going to bring you dump trucks back. You sow a teaspoon full, God's going to bring you teaspoonfuls back. You, you sow a shovel full, he's going to bring you a shovel full back. But let's understand something, that Galatians, Galatians, because this, this law of sowing and reaping is all throughout the scripture, and that's what we have to understand. But in Galatians, the sixth chapter, uh, let's look at verse seven. It says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, that he also reaps. That he also reaps. Now, there's a Bible called the Phillips translation. Phillips, like the Phillips screwdriver or a person whose last name is Philip. Phillips translation. It, matter of fact, it's called the JB. If you Google it, it's called the JB. All you have to do is uh, uh, type the letter J and the letter B and put Phillips translation, and it'll pop up in your Google search. And so Phillips translation of the same scripture, Galatians 6, in verse 7 says this, Do not be under any illusions. You cannot make a fool of God. A man's harvest in life will depend entirely on what he souls. So, with that, that's my last scripture. We are where we are, no matter who you are. You are where you are in life, financially, um, pretty much everywhere, because wherever you are in life, the situation you're in, the position you're in, financially where you are, it's all based on what you have sown. And so we can't get mad at people if we see that someone has something more that we possess and, you know, we may desire that. You can't get upset because you are where you are today because of what you did yesterday or the day before or a year before. And now that we have pull the veil back and we've got a little glimpse of the laws of increase, we need to start sowing seeds like we've never sown seeds before. Word seeds, speaking kind words 
over people. Just saying hi. You know, I have this thing that I speak to people. You know, sometimes people don't speak back. I'd be like, what is wrong with them? And sometimes everybody's not going to speak back. But eventually, if you say good morning or hello to enough people, you're going to eventually reap that back. Somebody's going to say hello to you. And so we have to remember in my clothes, we're not to come into service, whether we're having service in person or service on live stream, just to come get our word. No, we're to come give a sacrifice of praise. We're to give a sacrifice of praise. Then we're also to give a sacrifice of service. And I want to just ask you all, you online and you don't serve in any capacity in your church, your local church, whether you're a member of New Destiny or a member of, of some other congregation, I want to encourage you to serve. Serve God with what God has given to you. God has given you a gift. God has given you talent and God has given you treasure. God gave you that gift for you not to put it into the ground. But God has given you the gift for you to sow it into this world. To sow it into humanity. So I want to encourage you to also begin to serve in some capacity so that you, God can see that the gift that he's given you, you haven't put it in the ground. You know, there's a parable, because I said I wasn't going to more scripture, I won't go to any more scripture, but I'll mention the scripture. It's a parable about the sower. One gave five and one gave two, and in one he gave one. The one with five, he increased the five he had. And one he gave two, he increased the two that he had. And the one that he gave one to, that guy put that thing in the ground. and had a total misconception, total misunderstanding of who God was and said, God, I knew you was hard and you was difficult and, you know, you reap what you haven't sown. And that's not God. God have sown so much. But you reap what you haven't sown and gather what you have not strawed. And so I put it in the ground so I can have what you gave me um, so I can give it back to you when you came. And God was extremely upset with him. And he said, you could at least put it into the bank and let it gain interest, which says increase is built into what you possess. How do I activate it? Sow it. Sow it. Whether it's your talent, whether it's your treasure, so forth and so on. You see, why does God want to increase us? Let's ask that question. Why does God want to increase us? God wants to increase you because with more, you can serve God better. With more, you'll give more. With more, you're more appreciative. You, you appreciate what God has done in your life. And so with more, I can serve God better. I can be a better witness and a better testimony unto the goodness and glory of God. 
when you have, you don't have a problem to give, especially when your heart is right. You look forward to giving. I love giving. No matter how I give, whether it's giving of words like I'm doing right now, sowing into you all's life, because I'm passionate about it. Whether it's giving finances, whether it's giving God a sacrifice of praise, taking what God has given me and giving it back to him by giving it to humanity in the form of my gift, my talents, and my treasure. And so I pray this morning the word has encouraged you. Father, I pray for every person on this line. And I saw, Lord God, into their life today, number one, inspiration, that they will be inspired, knowing without a shadow of a doubt, no matter the situation, the circumstance that they face, it is not bigger than you as being our Father. We know based on the written word of God, it is your desire to increase us. And Father, I declare you shall increase us as we sow intentionally from this moment forward with the knowledge of how it works. One souls, one waters, but what we can't do, that's when you kick in and you do what we cannot do by causing it to increase. I thank you that they will begin to increase. I pray for anyone that's on this line or their loved ones that are in desperate need of healing, whether it's physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing. Father, that you will bring forth healing into their physical bodies, that the enemy would no longer have power, dominion, or authority over their life. Father, I sense in my spirit there are broken relationships that have left people devastated that is on this line this morning. I ask that you heal those relationships. Cause those two individuals to come to themselves, Lord God, because you said you have given us the ministry of reconciliation, and that which has been broken, cause it to come together and be reconciled. Cause the relationship between the husband and the wife to be reconciled. Cause the relationship between siblings to be reconciled. Cause the broken relationship between parents and their children to be reconciled, Father God. I sense those things this morning, and I thank you that the ministry of reconciliation will begin to manifest itself in their environment, bringing them to a place of peace and a place of unity. And so we thank you for it. Father, I thank you that more than anything, your love will abound in their life and in their home. The individual that is dealing with um, strife on their in their workplace, I sense that also this morning, dealing with strife in their workplace, the individual, Father God, that is agitating them, that's what I sense, agitating them, it will cease right now in Jesus' name. But you won't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything, but I boldly declare that which has come up against you, that it ceased to exist. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that has risen against you in judgment is condemned and proven to be wrong. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and his righteousness is of you, saith the Lord in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord God. You will fight our battles for 
us. You are the God. You are the God, Lord God, that will handle situations and circumstances that just manifest themselves in our lives in negative ways. And so, Father, as we travel today, I ask for your traveling grace and your traveling mercy that you would take us all to our destinations and back home safely, that no sickness, harm, or danger will come near your dwelling place or the vehicles you are traveling in. For this is the day that the Lord has made. In it, we shall rejoice and be glad. Wow. Tonight, we're going to have a wonderful time in Bible study, I'm going to be talking about the spirit of the man. The spirit of the man. We're on the road to Pentecost. And that is the time when Jesus came back and spent some time with his disciples, then ascended on high. Um, the scripture says, when he did, he left gifts unto men, and then he sent the Holy Spirit into the hearts of men to strengthen our spirits. Uh, he sent the Holy Spirit to, if you will, be a safe guide and a comforter. And you don't hear a lot of people talking about the Holy Spirit, but he, he, he is, man, he is a, a very important person of the Trinity. Very important. It's the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the same Spirit that 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 manifests itself in Jesus now has manifested itself in you to help you master your spirit. And through that, you won't walk in the lust of the flesh. You know, and I believe we, we need to really walk through this thing and build ourselves up, you know, physically, emotionally, and spiritually so that we can be strong to handle inwardly, to handle every outward attack of the enemy. Amen? And so um, we look forward to um, the service tonight. And um, do us a favor and invite someone. Just invite someone. Tell them, hey, you know, hey, man, we're going to stream tonight. It's going to be a good word. A pastor going to teach a good word, and then you're going to be blessed by it. And so I, I pray you all have been richly blessed this morning. May God um Cause grace and peace to be multiplied to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Know that Pastor Adrian and I, we love you all dearly. We're praying that God will increase you more and more, you and your children's children, in Jesus' name. God bless you. Hope to see you tonight. We can open the lines.